Hello, and you're listening to Let's Drone Out. And special thank you to our lovely patrons that help donate so that we can pay the editor to remove the swear words and silly things we say. Massive thank you to... Carlos Campos. Art Faulkner. Sam Dharma. Mikey Dread. On with the show. Let's drone out. Time will make small things. Time will make small things. Time will make small things. And welcome back to Let's Drone Out. Tonight, you are joined by Belric Stevens. Hello. <laughs> my darling wife. Bonjour. Everyone's favourite lord and master of Overlord of Let's Drone Out. Hello. Andrew slash Frank. And oh, Coco. and a guest. I'm not sure <laughs> how well Coco is going to do on the uh, audio podcast. <laughs> Coco is t- Tony's dog. Uh, for anyone who doesn't know. Uh, what's the topic for today, Frank or Stephen? Uh, we were thinking of Christmas presents for the avid radio control fan slash flyer in your family, circles, social circle, significant other. And maybe looking at some of the bits and pieces that we've discovered or found on sale. I think uh, to start with, Frank was looking at some LDO scarves. Scarf update from Frank there. Absolutely, absolutely. There's, there are in existence like somewhere some LDO scarves. That one is my prototype one, so that's nice. not indicative of there being any in the country at the moment. And but do we see little little aircraft on the scarf? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So there's there's a load of little kind of pixel art type things of like planes and quads and inspires and wings and whoops and all sorts of things goggles and radios and stuff all of them yeah Uh, so yeah luxuriant that is a a thing that uh, a couple of patrons have uh, put in their orders already there may be a couple more spare if anyone else is interested in. And they're going to be here in time for Christmas, do we? Pardon that me, is, we I have been promised that they will be here in time for Christmas. Who's knitting them? You nan. Mask one. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I know. No, it is. It is a machine that will be putting these together, but um, yeah, it's it's, machine it's in the Gladys. queue. There's quite. It turns out. Turns out there's quite a long queue for such things around this time of year. So, ah. uh, did you fix the shop on the website in the end? Yes. So, if anyone would like some LDO merch or would like to tell their loved ones where to buy some LDO merch for them for Christmas, you can go to letsdrawnout.com forward slash shop and that will take you to the shop where it will get stuff to you without us having to work out how to get things to a post office. So that all works out a lot. It's better for you. <laughs> yeah. You're better much more everyone. likely to get it before Christmas than if we were doing it ourselves. Uh, and yeah, you can get uh, hats and uh, t-shirts and hoodies and all sorts that way. Uh, maybe even mugs. Like, I mean, you know, Mugs are good, particularly this time of year. I mean, if you if you're going to events a lot, I also highly recommend getting an enamel mug because you can stick those in your bag uh, along with like a tea bag or something. And if anyone's like being camping out or whatever, they'll have some means of heating water, and you can just have your enamel mug there with you and get like a cup of tea or whatever for next to nothing. So. I highly recommend nice. that as an option. Excellent. I've come to the conclusion my keyboard's an arsehole. <laughs> I just want to put that out there. Fine. <laughs> Re- <laughs> we'll bear that in mind. 
Is 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 that, is that a hint? Isn't that what you want for Christmas, Jack? A new keyboard? No, we don't make the keyboard anymore. <laughs> I like. Yeah. I'll try and buy a keyboard. But yeah, uh, Caroline is asking about the scarves. Uh, they they are being custom made, very limited edition. So you do have to be in touch with me. So that's uh, either you can go to patreon.com forward slash let us drain out and contact us through there, uh, or you can send us an email at let's drain out at gmail.com. If can you just order a stuff. Carolina scarf now? Well, no, that's Caroline is one of the names of on the list that is already getting a scarf made. So you can't you can't really go wrong with a neck strap for a uh, uh, for for one of us. Maybe I think that would be quite a good gift. I'm still still waiting for the socks to be organised, Jack. Yeah, I'd I'd rather have socks. (laughs) Scarf scarfs gives me neck ache. I don't know why. It's weird. It's like when I put a hoodie up. If I put a hood up on a hoodie, I get a neck ache. Strange. Strange but true. <laughs> Are your goggles heavier than the average by any chance? Uh, no. I, I bought these as a gift for like Tony and Frank. Got They're one. the Okoda um, LiPo uh, chargers. And basically, you put it's XT60 to USB, but I don't know whether that's too complicated for you know a non flighty person. Well, a non flighty person, are they going to have a battery to plug in there? Well, yeah, but people don't just have XT60, they're just. Oh, 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 I need to wire my car battery so I can charge my phone. <laughs> I need to put an XC60 on a car battery. I just thought I'd uh, flip through a couple of pages here. So we've got the, the LDO gear. You can see, if for those of our video viewers, we know a lot of people on audio, but there's some bits and pieces there. And then uh, also you can get Betaflight merchandise. Not a lot of people support Betaflight. Their Patreon campaign is is probably worse than ours which uh, just means you should go and actually buy some of their gear and uh, and go support them and also a lot of you i know are wing flyers and uh, so pavel's got his own shop here with uh, with all sorts of bits and pieces with a nice in rth we trust mugs there and his own brand of flippity floppity merchandise um which um you can get in a variety of different colors and get some Flippity floppities in orange and green and red, and however you want your flippity floppities served around a tree. You see, flippity floppity around a tree. Um, that's how Pavel serves it. Nice. Someone's ordered something in the chat. Well, looks at it. There's also some some reprobates uh, sticker company here, which <laughs> we we have promises will be reappearing in the new year. <laughs> yeah. At some point, shop Jack. Yeah, I run it out of this box. (laughs) (laughs) Etsy.com slash UK slash shop slash Brighton till I fly. Absolutely, till with one L as opposed to every other way of finding Jack. (laughs) Links Um, in the show notes if we remember. (laughs) Yeah, don't order anything, it just annoys me. Type in Yeti and Google. What a salesman. What a salesman. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Radio C at one point. It was just like, stop ordering stuff. It means we got to order more stuff. we got to talk to our supplier. Oh, Who's got time for that? <laughs> oh, right. yeah. Fulfilling orders. Time. That's not how we do things around here. I know. It's like black books, isn't it? It's just like, <laughs> what, Bernard, what, I've sold all the stuff. One? You what? So astronomers gloves and i have no idea what astronomers gloves are what's going on there the astro gloves uh i i have a pair and i really like them for uh for flying what are they they look like cycling gloves they're like uh they're, they're like fingerless gloves but it's only uh your thumb and uh like index finger and middle finger that are fingerless and it just—it's just 
you know, you've got enough feel for like turning things on and unplugging and plugging things, and everything else is all nice and warm. And so these are also great for radios. Is that what you're kind of implying? Absolutely. Like if you're if you're you know doing like long range, long flights, extended stuff, then probably. Or indeed just yeah. stepping outdoors after removing the lipo from its clasp in your armpit where you've been keeping it warm and fitting <laughs> yeah, it like to you, the aircraft. You, you can use you, these like, and still be able to feel your thumb afterwards. Exactly. Like these these are good for when you're doing quick flights and you're wandering around and you don't want to have to mess about with a transmitter mitt. Like the transmitter mitts are great oh, when yeah. it's really cold or when you're out there for ages. <laughs> but if you're just going for a quick flight, and you're fiddling about with stuff on the ground as well. Like these, I highly recommend. So outside of T-shirts, this sounds like a pretty easy win if someone is looking for a bit of a nerdy RC present. Don't have to worry about anything but beyond hand sizes. Or exactly. you could buy a jacket that you could go to Mars with. Oh, yeah. <laughs> is, Do you want to share that and talk about it? She's got a cute pocket in. Yeah, the, the detachable puke pocket really confounded me. I don't know what was going on there. That's it's a whole other world. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. You probably. I don't think this is the podcast for the thousand pound jackets, but yeah. That but was people want to hear about puke pockets, especially <laughs> coming up to New Year's. Yeah, if, yeah, it'd be a great thing to have, wouldn't it? Yeah. If you if oh, you want your the streets of Essex, it's exactly what they need round about New Year's. I think. If you want to know more about the. SpaceX puke pocket jackets, then ask about it in the Discord and I'll tell you all about it. Secretive. Yeah. <laughs> you could just Google puke pocket and see what you find. <laughs> Probably that really jacket. Yes, <laughs> oh, well. Anyone flying? Uh, I flew weekend. Uh, I flew two batteries uh, with Frank. T- tested a quad yes. and sh- shipped out to my friend. And uh, I saw you I, too far yeah. about. What was and, you doing? Uh, then, and then I flew to the far corner of the field and I didn't fail safe. And then I was flying back and I was too busy looking at my link quality and then I crashed <laughs> into the floor. <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> a professional. crashed. I definitely crashed. I didn't fail safe. <laughs> so, I've, so I've been monkeying around fitting antennas. That's a leg pan. Yeah, well recognised. You can tell that because it's the uh, uh, unusual orange colour, which means yeah. TBS did all their LHCP ones, the left-hand circular polarised in weird orange. And I was comparing it to the de facto Cadex Vista one, um, which tells me it's getting 50 megabit but looks like absolute poop uh flying around trees as i do and diving around some of the leaves and things it was all just a big blur and then i go over to this guy on a vista and it's saying it's got 50 megabit as well but the image is way better so i'm not sure i actually trust that dgi uh bandwidth indicator that you get in the gobbles so much anymore because it's clearly not telling the whole truth um so that's what i was out doing i flew those around a bunch it's DJI, in it? Yeah. You know, it's, it doesn't trust you with accurate information. It's a black box. It really is. Yeah. Well, it's a silver box, but it's still a box. You don't know what's going on in there. It's a good box. I enjoy I, it. Yeah. I um I watched Float State. Um, mm. uh, Any mention? Uh, no, of course not. Um, <laughs> I didn't you, think as, so. As you probably know, it was like... It it was really really good to see um, you know an FPV like documentary that was that was kind of good, but um, it was very very much you know uh, for the whole um, you know uh, trying not to uh, get remote ID and give reasons why remote ID is is bad in America. Right. Um, but it it was very reminiscent of watching, uh, you know, like Saving Private Ryan, where like you know, um, anyone from any other country but America wasn't in the Second World War. <laughs> oh, it was just a war of America versus Germany, and, and they yeah, were there yeah, from the start. 
from the start. Yeah. That's the important thing to remember. Yeah. Well, I guess it would be something like that. that we would that it never have won the war without America. Um, Quite possibly true, though. Yeah. That, that, well, they were bankrolling yeah, both sides for a while there, so yeah. it took a while to get in. Um, but... There, you know, like there was, there was like you know, footage from the the drone nationals, and there was no mention of like uh, Banny winning it. English, <laughs> yeah. Um, and Chad Noah, like you know, you'd, you'd see him, uh, no nameplate for him or mention oh, of yes. of who he is, because obviously he's Australian and that doesn't exist. Oh, yeah. they, so, is this an opportunity to make some kind of political statement about their kind of remote ID? political debacle that's happening or instead of a film about fpv it was a bit i i don't know it was a bit of it was a bit of both like there was you know there was sort of like a bit of history um <laughs> that would be a funny thing to do yeah kind of well, fpv um, says so when are you making the ldo version of flow state <laughs> yeah flop state <laughs> I think we would call it something else as well. We, unlike America, we take the piss out of ourselves and have a bit of a laugh. You know what I mean? I remember sat round a mixing desk here, um, you know, with with Tony and everyone, and like first having Rota Riot on the show, like they debuted. With those guys chatting to us to see how, see what the chemistry was like between those guys chatting and everything, and it's it was just like like I me personally I reckon I, maybe I've watched way too many Kevin Smith films, but I would I would have been like slipping snick, stickers in the background, you know, like references to things, you know, it would be like a Where's Wally book of, you know, like. Easter eggs, yeah, yeah, like totally. Just you know, I love what uh, Carolyn's called it. I think that is going to be the name of it. What was it? <laughs> Keep the tea flowing and get in a state. <laughs> yeah, they do very much have a media culture over there. Everyone's seeking to be more polished and more professionally media savvy. It's um. We'd never get lured into such things. It's good for sponsorship. Yeah. <laughs> Does tie me out though. Yeah, it was just like even like Zoe like made a speech at the they had like the, the video of the protest. I don't know whether you're familiar with it. So on the last day of the um uh you know, the last day of like where you could write in and like make notes or you know, object to um remote ID, Zoe made quite a really good speech. Uh, there and there was video footage and you can see her in the background but unless you were like you know it really felt like unless you were really sort of like rubbing shoulders with drew or 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 someone you know like in the in crowd um you just didn't get mentioned basically and it was kind it's of like because she's she's she was she's quite massive in well she was she's gone off the radar a bit now but yeah so, so some of the other guys, and they were big, and still are big. But just so it's a rotor riot film, then, pretty much. Yeah, it was. It, it, presentations it was, present. It was weird though, because like they mentioned, like you know, I, I don't don't like quote me on this, but like they mentioned flight tests once. No one like, uh, that you know, like that. No one sort of like mentioned, um any other ways of like how they got into FPV other than like, Oh yeah. Uh, episode of riot or something like that. And it wasn't even like the geography that was the problem because trappy was, was in there and you know, everyone knows that trappy's in Hong Kong. Is that right? Is he? Sweden? I'm pretty sure he was in Hong Kong when he was doing that wing flying Probably. for some range yeah. tests yeah. a while back. Yeah. So like, may get about a bit. Well, we you know, definitely need had... to do one then and take the pee. Maybe we should dress up as characters. Yeah. Magical Pants asked, did they mention Sharpoo? Yeah, really. I mean, yeah. Sharpoo and Metal Danny, that's who I think of. Yeah, no, no mention of Metal Danny. Yeah. Really? I went to that the was what got me into FPV big again. time. Oh, like, so, so, you, so I might so have missed stuff. it. So you missed I might have missed some stuff. <laughs> Can't you pause it, though? It's a streaming thing. 
<laughs> you're not allowed to pause it. <laughs> Definitely mm. got a mention. Um, yeah. yeah. I just didn't want to, you know, I just didn't want to pause it at some point. So it was just... It, it, I don't know. Pay, is it put like do you have to pay for it? It sounds like it wore you down a well. bit, Jack. Yeah, it did. I like <clears throat> I enjoyed it, but then equally was rubbed up the wrong way by it all. Did you oh, I'll have to go check it out at some point? Is it on the YouTubes? Uh, yeah, it yeah, was part uh, of a yeah. film festival, wasn't it? You have to pay for yeah. it. Oh wow. Yeah. How much? And it was a ticket system. It wasn't like a normal streaming platform. It was this kind of you will have a show at this time and you have to put your ticket code in type of deal, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it put me off a bit. I thought I'll just wait for it to appear on Netflix or something when I don't have to. Because then will it the first it? thing I heard of it was it Bardwell on his show saying, oh, there were technical problems. It didn't work. And I'm like, <laughs> no, yeah. I think I'll wait. Just stick it on YouTube. Numskull um, says it was good till it went F the FAA blog. Yeah, and I can see why they do it, but it's kind of two years or even three years too late, really, isn't it? Like it's never. gone through. Then now yeah. they're fighting some rearguard action, trying to overturn something that's already happened. So, and it would be nice sorry, to have, have a, a, a you know a thing of a film or whatever that's just kind of a feel good <laughs> like oh this yeah. is a nice thing. Rather than like, here's some people flying around some valleys and just taking in beautiful scenery and just being chilled and not doing protests. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, there we like, go. That's like, that's uh, yeah, flop state sorted. We've we'll, we'll put a plan together for that. <laughs> flop state, yeah. the longest FPV video that you will force your friends to watch. Yeah. <laughs> In fact, I think we should subvert it entirely and not show a single frame of FPV footage. It's all just like... (laughs) Just a close-up of someone wearing goggles and nothing else. And I'm going, ooh! Just all just reaction the entire time and just no actual... (laughs) That is modern media, isn't it? It's all just reaction shots. Who needs the content when you've got the reaction shots? You know, I, I... like. I like I totally understand why we're not in it because you know, like uh Drew You're hates me and Tony. Too many um, gags. I yeah, I'm pretty sure <laughs> when they were like flying. filming <laughs> filming in Drew's house, there was a dartboard with my face on it. On <laughs> me and Tony kissing. <laughs> well that would have been um, hard to get hold of, wouldn't it, Jack? It's only happened once know. or twice, maybe Photoshop. <laughs> there's been um, real times no. I'm not denying that <laughs> yeah but um so, so yeah, you're I, not recommending that people put this one on your Christmas list then Jack I don't know man it was like yeah Andy Shen was yeah Andy Shen was there as well um, oh, right, like, well he should be definitely <clears throat> yeah I just I, for me it was like you know like the people on the naughty list like you know, Chad Nowak, it was like, well, he, you know, Chad done a hell of a lot for FBV. And, mm. you know, like, he, he, you know, like, we would, we'd all be, like, flying bloody, like, PPM still. You know, he kind of, like, was, like, sort of, like, really pushing it. He, like, helped with the whole, like, you know, um, Impulse RC. You know, he was like, S-Bus is better. Um, great tutorial guides and like helping everyone. Um, you know, you just saw videos of him and no, no nameplate whatsoever. But do you think they're trying to shy away from technology technology and say like, this is a cultural phenomenon. Let's not dive down into why's and wherefores, but like some people enjoy flying with goggles on and here's why. Cause the yeah. general public have no idea what's going on. Right, yeah, the general I'm, public still think you're trying to look for the bathroom window. I mean, the the person like when it came to like wrapping stuff up, um, the person who like I felt really sort of like done the best was um, Stingy. You know, Stingy was like, if you, if you if you implement this, it's just going to leave the US a behind. You know, there's, there's, you know, like you look at Andy Shen, there's like, inno- there's innovation there that, you know, like 
Um, it's all it's all very already very expensive, and there's like it's quite difficult to sell FPV to the average person in a way where you've got to be like you've got to spend a ridiculous amount, you've got to spend a good amount on controller. It's quite costly to build a quad. Uh, you've got to sit in the simulator for you know a couple of like hours. Or spend um, even more because smashing things to bits in the real world. Yeah. Or, or yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you have to, you know, you, you kind of have to have like a half decent, um, like, you know, laptop or PC to like run, you know, run a nice simulator. Unless it's carry kittens. Yeah. Well, you know, there's, there's optimum ones, you know, but mm. you've got to. Yeah. So these aren't people going out and chancing it by and large. It's a considered yeah. decision and they're putting money up for this. This yeah, isn't just someone know. throwing away money. Yeah, because like if you think about it, it's like uh, you know, even with like a game of football, you, you, all you need is a couple of sweatshirts to mark out the goals, goals, and a ball. Like that's your that's you know that's that your money down. Your, yeah, that's your money down. Like is is a ball. You know, it's same with like basketball, and then like you know, baseball. You need a bat. Hockey. You need like skates and. Um, you know, whereas this hits 500 quid for a decent beginner's freestyle setup, yeah, basically, you know, and then you've got the whole like, you know, do you go straight to digital now, you know, and stuff like that? And it's like, you know, that and and besides just goggles are expensive, besides just using it for delivery, like, uh, Tony raised an interesting point, like increasingly you are seeing films and probably the general public doesn't realise, but Tony realised instantly when he was watching a movie recently, it was like, damn, that's an FPV shot right there. You can see them like, and I watched the start of this uh, the other day, Tony, I didn't watch the whole thing, but you can see them like haul ass around a corner with a mini quad, can't you? Mm, When they're trailing some of those cars and you just know instantly. What film was that? Um... The Red new one on Netflix, yeah, Red Notice. Mm. So this oh, is encouraging oh, artistic professionals, like this creative yeah. industry. I was sitting around yeah. my, my my friend's house shouting, "FPV!" I think that's what me me <laughs> and Frank kind of bonded with was that, uh, like, I wanted to try and figure out something to do with drones and art and it was like uh mm. there were three people who were very sort of like into that it was me chipco and frank you know and frank was like designing like clip-on prop adapters and stuff for like speed clip-on and that and there was like it, it, you know and taking like f- photographs and and david david with his like lomo um is it low yeah, Lomo Lomography, um, you know, Tricopter, where he attached a servo and, you know, he was like shooting uh, shots with a with a film camera, basically. And, you know, wow. like us us three were kind of like, you know, what what is it? And uh, Chipco done quite, quite some nice things with um, um, scrolling LED text and he would like wave that around with his hand and i don't know whether he ever sort of like got it to the point of attaching it to a quad but it I was not, it sorry uh, i flew I, I, my artisticness was um annoying setting me. up cones in the size you know like a penis in the field and flying over that you can't explain your art really can you it's quite no, complex well, it's yeah. quite hard to do but <laughs> hard being the opposite word um but that was my uh that was my take on the art side of drone defies labels doesn't it tony <laughs> yes <laughs> but there is this kind of aspect where a lot of stuff is not really possible unless you let people kind of get good at this. Like these, and it's going to look like poop to our vi- video viewers because I know this doesn't stream too well, but Slide for um, audio viewers, I'm showing an FPV sequence at a red notice and it's distinctly FPV because you can see them dive down and bank. I don't think those cars are real, interestingly, because they just look slightly poorly lit. But anyway, 
Richard, uh, there's clearly in the chat has, shots and they've just blended it into the film and uh Richard Borick in the chat has posted a, a link to Johnny FPV's uh video that is his reel from filming Red Notice by the looks of things. Oh that's cool. Yeah, I did look yeah. it up to see mm. who it was. Yeah, and you can see these fight sequences and chase where they're just like pulling the camera around up obstacles where you couldn't do it on an arm, things like this, where mm. there's genuinely like, there's a career path here, you know, maybe mm. only if you're like the 0.1% <laughs> best drone pilots in the world, but still yeah. like it's creative. I'll I stop perhaps... showing this now before we yeah. get copyright. Sorry, stop, stop. This episode was recorded in front of a live online audience, downloaded and edited to make sense when it's played audio only, censored to please the iTunes people, hosted on the internet, forwarded through to your podcast provider, downloaded, playing on your device, and is now playing in your ears, all thanks to our Patreons. Consider joining them and you'll also get other online benefits. Find out more at patreon.com forward slash let's drone out. But yeah, for like, uh, yeah, you know, 10 pilots maybe. <laughs> There's 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 a portion of some part time work in it. <laughs> mm. Yeah, but you know it's 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 it has something to it. There's a creative aspect to it. Was the point I was trying to make mm. there? I guess in between maybe getting a copyright strike or whatever. Yeah, but there's you know uh, it's it shouldn't be defined by making money out of it. Like that's that's not that's not really the point. I don't think we should suggest to people that. You should get into FPV because you might get some work out of it because I don't think that's setting expectations right. No, it's just more like saying like there's a creative side to it. Mm. It's not just... I think people don't often think about there being anything creative about it. Mm. There is. It's very interesting to be like, you know, why did you start FPV? And, you know, to kind of like ask yourself that. Like, why did you start FPV and like, what does FPV mean to you? I was drunk one night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, that is the honest truth. I've told the story before. I was drunk one night. Saw it with a friend. I, I think I, it was um, who? Must have been Bruce. No, I think it was Laura's brother. Um, and it was who does beat a flight? Who was the first person to Boris it? B. Boris B. It was Boris B flying around over trees in that. So the first thing I went out and done is bought a DJI Phantom. <laughs> 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 then yeah. realised that doesn't work. I did FBB it, but I couldn't dive over trees and do that sort of stuff. Um, it it so, was it was mad. It was, like uh, what it was happened just seeing to the... it once on YouTube? What made me do it? Yeah, what happened to your quad that was basically a mini quad but had a DJI NASA in it? Uh, Do you still is... own it? Um, yeah, it's in my loft. I do it's in it. your loft. I've never seen it. It's I've never. What? Well, why isn't it in the trophy room? <laughs> it was. It was like thin <laughs> ZMR thing. I can't believe I crammed all that stuff in it, and it flew. It was bubble How? gum holding it together, chewing gum, everything. It worked though, but oh um, yeah, it's not trophy worthy. It's attic worthy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was just—it was bizarre. And like watching your old videos of you like trying to fly manual, and then just like it's just scooting barely being able to like lift it off the floor without it like Horrendous. bumping into stuff i know i was just doing this all the time oh, oh, throttle God. control took ages i think that's why i still pinch yeah. on that on that side i pinch on that side and thumb on the other <laughs> i've given my quads to a bunch of people to fly and the throttle control is always the one that they obviously like can't intuitively get always like just up and down up and down up and down yeah that was me going through HQ props like they were going out of fashion. Mm. We didn't have unbreakable props back then, did we? I oh, know we had props that, that you know, the wind would change. 
I remember I remember flying like me, me, you, Oscar, and Dan Upton were flying like this oval. Um it was basically like NASCAR for like drones, and we just got there. Cool, there was nothing in this field, and it was just like this oval, and it was like just go as fast as you can. And we we you know we were doing like hot, like you know, quite like fast hot laps. And then after about three or four laps, you'd crash out for no reason because the props would just explode. <laughs> they just couldn't handle. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, was only, that was only 3S as well. You know, and we were all like shouting each other, like, who hit me? And it weren't. It was like, no one's near you. Like, <laughs> they just explode. And, you, you know, like the you, you'd go to get your quads and then there was no hub on the, on, on the, you know, prop nut. Yeah. You know, the, the, like the center, like it just shattered the whole. But they, they were, the, they were the days I most, most enjoyed because it was so new and so, it was just so cool. That was. I still yeah. knock the props clean off. Years ago. But then I fly through trees quite a lot. <laughs> I fly yeah. straight through the forest. <laughs> That's why. Does it fly through a tree? The hub. Yeah, you know, yeah, I, they don't like it. Those trees. <laughs> I I remember like being really buzzed off the fact that you could see your own FPV shadow, and then you <laughs> fly around and be like looking at that, and then like hit a tree or like crash into the ground. The good old days. Yeah. You, I'd go out, and even if it was frosty and windy and freezing, still just to fly. Now I'll just go. Nope, I ain't going out. <laughs> well, <laughs> now we've seen these gloves. Now, now we're all getting our Astro gloves. Mm, yeah. <laughs> I want the I want the puke jacket thing. <laughs> I'm not going to get you a puke jacket. Sorry, Tony. That's what's stopping you flying, is it? <laughs> no puke pocket. <laughs> yeah. All that. Yeah, I think that's, that's the reason why I went to uh, DJI from the analog. I, I felt well sick when it such a massive screen. You know, I had to actually put it down. What were your goggles? Down. The analog goggles. Still got them. V two. Um, V Because I didn't. I, I was going coming from Sky Zone twos, and I, I didn't find the DJI screen was like that much bigger. Oh, but I did big. notice most people have like the big face mask on the Sky O twos, and I had just like the rubber grommets that like go on like swimming goggles. So the That's screen is like right next to my eyeballs. Mm. That's why I have them on V2, but the screen's so tiny. That was that my my first experience. Mm. Someone in the States showed me FPV goggles, and it put me off for ages because the screens were really tiny, and I could they were so small, like I could barely read the OSD text, and I was just like, "What is this? I'm not doing this." Mm. Uh, and well, then I, I bought some, and I was like, "Oh, these are much better. You must have had crap goggles." Fair enough. <laughs> Yeah, I remember like the old teleporters and stuff like that. And yeah, the I think that's what he had. They were just so. It was like it was like FPV goggles, but the screens were made of Casio watches. You know, <laughs> yeah. it was like <laughs> I could tell there were digits on the screen, but I couldn't actually make out the numerals. And I don't wear glasses or anything, so I should have been able to read it. But it was just so blurred out, and there was almost no contrast on the image. So hmm. struggle. All right. I remember before I had my fat sharks, I spent ages looking at the the head plays. Is that the right name for them? Yeah, yeah, so. the big old yeah. fat screen. the The receiver in them was absolute dog. <laughs> that is the technical term. <laughs> it was the amount that I saw like come back, and that you know, like you'd you'd be wearing it, and the receiver would just change channel you're like no you're not on that channel anymore <laughs> and then like you know like uh, or or like it just went to what i can only describe as the the tab of acid mode where colors would just flicker and like freak <laughs> out. I, I never experienced that but whenever they were being handed around like uh summer spawns whatever like I'd, I'd put them on and be like oh this is this is this is the future uh, I started off with quantum box goggles, and those are similar to the head plays. I thought I had them mm. around here, but I don't. Uh, and the field of view on those was absolutely amazing. Like it was, it was big, about the same as you get on the DJI. Yeah, mm. yeah. yeah, but 
you know, so strapping and duct taping uh, like CRT. <laughs> yeah, they, they did weigh a bit. They did weigh a bit. Not as much as you might think because the battery was, they, they didn't have a battery in them or anything. So yeah, mm. they got a little bit of pressure on the nose, but then you get that with the DJI ones as well. Yeah, I sort of worry that like, you know, when will DJI, DJI get bored of making us goggles? You know, have they, they got they bored will. already? <laughs> yeah, have they got bored? You know, like, were they like, you know, how long before A, they give it to CADEX, or B, never release any ever again? And we're just like squabbling and fighting over what's left, like, sort of Mad Max. I'm ordering petrol. another pair now, just in case. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Because I can the blue um, analog I did uh, that uh, uh, FPV and um, airsoft shoot the other day, and I, I oh, don't yeah. think I could have done that with analog. But flying all that way, I was like too much scraggle. Yeah, there's loads of scraggle, and I was all behind because there was lots of trees mm. flying through and people. And but mind you, the shot bite with scraggle is beautiful. Mm. It's worked so really I'm, well. I'm oh. not experienced that at all, but. Um, yeah, I yeah. just couldn't have done it on analog. Or it would have been terrible. You can well, you can you can fly with scraggle on analog, but you can't fly smoothly because you can only see the scraggle like half a second before you hit it. So you're exactly. always jumping around. Yeah. With DJI, you can plan a course and just like slide through. Mm. Yeah, I enjoyed. I it do much. like the shark bite though. I'm I'm warming to shark bite. Apart from the fact that. The VTXs are still too damn expensive. Like the cheapest one's forty-five quid, which is stupid. Uh, I mean, it's that, only fifteen pound more than a normal VTX. You know, because like normal the, VTX, I, I fly what? fifteen quid Banggood specials, like the open VTX stuff. Yeah, true. Mm. All right, I meant like you know, premium, like you know, yeah, but then it, a premium all, VTX, exactly yeah, right. When you we can used spend to fly. Premium. They used to be big. 40 50 quid 60 quid we used to pay didn't we actually <laughs> thinking about it four yeah. shillings and eightpence it's uh, only when the, quantity, the production quantity goes up the price is going to mm. come down right the immersion so six, six, 60 quid they were i know they were the, like... the cameras as well for shark bite like they're camera. somewhere between 40 and 50 quid i think i think the, the hd zero one i got was like 45 I can't remember off the top of my head, but I think I don't think you can get a camera below about forty quid. So about sixty quid all up to have a new quad. No, about ninety. Ninety quid. For shark bite mm. setup. And if you shop around you can find like some cheap ass DJI Vista setup. Like you can import one of the Flywoo ones, like like I've got kicking around here that I still mean to build for I think about hundred and fifteen quid. So it's still annoyingly close to the the full DJI setup, which is going to give you like five times as much range. FX Node is asking if OpenHD is still too laggy. Uh, unfortunately, we don't have Curry with us this week to give us his latest on, he on his ongoing stuff. I am obsessed about with reading about OpenHD though, so mm. I actually. Did a bunch oh, yeah, of research you on this. About the Jetson Nano. Yeah, thing, some you? lunatic strapped a Jetson Nano to a quad. And for those who aren't aware, Jetson Nano is like a full-on development board. It's the size of a TV box, right? So imagine like a CD case type size for those who are old enough to remember CDs. Um, and it's it's about <laughs> like, three oh, centimeters thick. Like- and about 10 centimeters on a side. This is not immediately something you think, oh yeah, that'll fit in a quad. But this guy like jammed it into a quad and managed to fly without it falling off and hitting the props, which I think deserves some kudos. This is certainly not something you'd want to freestyle with. And and after all this, he managed to get down from the 100, maybe 80 milliseconds he was seeing with the Raspberry Pi down to about 60 milliseconds. And if you're following the conversation, most people would call 60 milliseconds latency pretty sh- um, compared to Sharkbite and DJI, you're talking 35, 40, that kind of ballpark. Maybe a bit lower if you believe DJI's boasts, but when people do tests, it, it doesn't really look like much beyond beyond 35, glass to glass. Um, but you can get... Okay, so now you've open-sourced this and you've got it down to a decent level. It's working, but still you've got something that's like a brick on 
like a, imagine getting a, a mini PC like you might plug into your TV, like one of those old style Apple TV boxes, and you've like crammed that down, decased onto the top of a quad. It's yeah, a Jet- Jetson Nano is like a Raspberry Pi on steroids. It's like a yeah. quad core, two gigahertz, like crazy version of a Raspberry Pi with Pine. a massive heatsink. So all that heat, that heat sink's a big block of metal as well. So there's plenty of weight in there. So it's just time and time. Time will make small things. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> well, it's a development it's like your board. your experience, Tony. Caroline uh, flew DJI FPV for the first time this weekend. She says she's never experienced vertigo when flying analog. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I was fine on the analog as soon as I put DJI on. I was sick. That's why I had to make the screen. Tell us about the grass again, Tony. It was like amazing blades of grass. You can see each one. <laughs> Counting them. <laughs> oh, don't knock it. I love it. It does I'm work just, when it works. I, I'm just jealous. I, I've got no <laughs> I've got no way of experiencing that. Me and me and Frank are over in the pauper's corner. You know, on the old uh, you know, government free Wi Fi over here. <laughs> Do you know what? If if Fat Sh- why haven't Fat Shark released a HD goggle? They if have. they did it, yeah, but if they Shark did a, a good goggle, like a really yeah, good the Scout goggle, HD, people would go right go out and buy it. They didn't buy it. <laughs> Fat Shark did this. It's called the Scout HD. They put Shark Bite in it, but they didn't do the obvious thing and put Shark Bite and analog. They just put only Shark Bite. Which mm. meant that no one bought it because all the people already had analog were like, "I'll just buy a module and put yeah. it on my goggles." Silly. Well, yeah. the, that wasn't the scout. The scout didn't that exist before the shark? Yeah, one? they had an analog yeah. version, and they basically took the same plastic shell and jammed yeah. shark bite. And everyone was yeah. saying, "Oh, it's going to be great because you've got an analog goggle and you've got shark bite." And they're like, "No, there's no analog in here. It's just shark bite." Silly. Yeah, and it was. Like it wasn't known to be, or at least from my impression of it, it wasn't known to be a great goggle, like before. And it was cheap goggle. You know, it was it was a box goggle. It was like yeah. it was like an entry yeah. level box goggle kind of thing from Fat Shark. It wasn't. It was literally Fat Shark's, Fat Shark's cheapest goggle in yeah. their current range. I think that was this like general. Thing. I feel like maybe if if they'd done the same thing with like HDO type goggles. Mm. Maybe. Why do you think they did that? Why do you think they didn't didn't trust to put it on a premium product? Rumors, rumors. Well, I was just thinking maybe it's just the size of the shark bite, like you know, mechanically fitting that into a into a pair of normal fat sharks might be a bit tricky. Weren't HD. Well, the the size of the fat shark module mechanically is is that big, right? And that. That's got two panel antennas and a fan in that enclosure. Inside are they right hand? Yeah, of course they're right hand. Because all my quads are right hand. Unlike you, Jack. I just take the easy way out. Um, oh, no, you had a left hand antenna. Yeah, well, you put left hand antenna Where? on then. On the no, that's my DJI. DJI is all left hand. This is the oh. shark bite module, right? So that's the size of the shark bite module, which isn't that big if you actually look at it compared to the goggles. I reckon mm. they could have fitted something. Have you done in, a but... teardown? Has anyone ever done teardown on that? Maybe it's the act. People have, yeah. You can look at it and you can see all where the chips are populated and that. I think yeah. Factshar are just they're just cheap and they don't ever make plastic molds. So they just picked the only plastic mold they had lying around with that had space inside. Instead of I mean, designing a new mold that was like twenty yeah. mil thicker. But that's that's you know that's if you're gonna shot. do it, like that, that kind of makes sense. Like if you if you you've just dumped a load of money on getting your boards working, and you know the the whole uh, shark bite, and originally like whatever the original name for it was that I've already forgotten. Uh, that was like frostbite, wasn't it? Yeah, like, bite frost. Bite frost. There we go. There's already gone gone through like a load of development without recouping any R&D costs there. And then you're saying, oh, you should have spent another 
10, okay. 20 grand. Okay, I'm being Mr. Negative here, but how many goggle molds have Fat Shark created? One. How many different goggle molds have they ever created? Um, Probably three. Don't I mean, you've obviously one. got the Scout, that's different, and you've got the OG Fat Shark one. Are there variations, uh, or are they all just the same mold? And yeah, uh, Predator... Uh, teleport, uh, uh, the base one, which was the original one, and then I, I guess Dominator two and three were the same, mm. I think. And then they had the Terminator, and then they what? had the special and edition orange shells? ones, I think, were the same. Uh, well, just black plastic. I don't. I don't know. I mean, uh, maybe the buttons are slightly different same. places. They, but it looks like those are all the same. Yeah, they they had. Like also, me. you can't forget they had a massive injection of money from Red Cat. I think, mm. maybe I don't know. Unless it was some sort of weird shuffling of shells, and also they really didn't do themselves a favour. Do you remember that? Um, do you remember that? Uh, like video that was released with Hobby King where they went to the factory and like threw a set of goggles on the floor disrespectfully. I seem, I seem to remember that. Yeah, that wasn't cool. Yeah, but 90% of the people that buy Fat Sharks didn't see that, right? Like, yeah. I just think if they, if they were, if they believed in the product and they've got these. Red Cat dollars, as Pierron keeps saying, which I'm sure isn't actually giving them that much money because Red Cat isn't no. that big of a company, really. But they should have made a premium product and placed it at the top of their range because that's what the right messaging is. It's to say analog is dead, move over analog, digital FPV is here. It's the mm. premium tier product. But they didn't. They were like, oh, it's the cheap option. There you are. Yeah, but I think that was that was the MVP. You know, that was what can we do now? To try and not fall any deeper into a big red hole, right? How how do we start selling something and start proving that it works? Um, Update the model standard to include a, a mini HDMI plug in the module bay, and just sell people like make that the new module bay standard, and sell people shark bite modules that are fit in the same bay as the analog ones. Mm -hmm. But you know, you uh, someone in the in the chat says there's. The next versions of the HDO on the cards, we'll see. Kind of, yeah. they're not going to stand what still, they? are they? That's Will they mean. actually be HD this time? Because they all write <laughs> yeah. HD on them, and they never have been. I think they got close. Yeah, think, um, and, and like, why HDO and HDO two were like really close to each other as well? Mm. It's really weird. Like, so, you know. Twelve eighty by seven twenty in TV speak. That was HD ready, wasn't it? It wasn't actually HD. You had to be nineteen twenty by ten eighty to be HD. Well, that that was full HD, right? Was the ten eighty? Yes. Oh Except God. now it's not full no. because it's quarter Fuck. HD compared. What to is with you? Oh, well, you know, laser disc. Laser disc was almost. <laughs> like, oh Turn it over halfway through the movie. Who needs Everyone more than one hundred and forty-four lines anyway? Um, oh, you've got to get rid of the screen door effect that's the thing with goggles right you've got to get this display to a point where you can't see the lines and even was, on the sky 04x i can see some lines well even on the i think that was like the biggest thing i've i felt with the dji ones was like okay the, the it might be a great image but the the screen seemed pretty crap the screens look bargain i have to say I wanted OLED panels in those. For the money you're spending, you should have got like premium OLED panels. Mm. And also the jet fan on them. It's funny when you, you turn know. it on. Yeah. There's a lot more circuitry in there, though, isn't it? With, with, mm. with Fat Sharks, you've basically just got the screens that you're cooling and demisting your face. With DJI, you've got a whole bunch of active electronics in there as well. All, all, all I heard was there's two hamsters in, on wheels in that in the DJI goggles. <laughs> Copulating in ecstasy, hamsters on wheels. That's what makes it go around. I just, I just spent £200 on my airsoft goggles because they got a really nice fan in them. Man. That's Every time I go snowboarding, I look at the cost of goggles. People will pay so much for goggles. Well, well you need it, otherwise it ruins your day. 
Well, you can get basic goggles, or you can get like goggles with heads-up displays on them. Crazy. I've ne never done airsoft, but my only time paintballing spent the entire day running around, not being able to know where anything was. Everyone exactly. was just firing at just, just vague rude. noises, just like no idea, can't see, zero visibility. Just, just we might have not even had anything in the in the guns. We wouldn't have known. <laughs> Exactly. Well, you need just, and you uh, need it for skiing as well. Did, did airsoft a couple of times years ago. <laughs> There's like some uh, bunker out there, an old military bunker people used to do airsoft in. So well, we've still got a few minutes left for, for the comments to feed back through to us. Does anyone in the chat have any suggestions for things that they're putting on their Christmas lists or recommendations for maybe slightly... You know, tangentially you related stuff that they've they found and used that other people should put on their Christmas lists. <laughs> oh, there you are, Barbie. Barbie draw something. I can't see. Oh, uh, this is a mermaid fish. Dreamatopia. Thing. Barbie Dreamatopia. Okay, right. There we are. That's Tony's going to have so much fun. <laughs> That's bubble bath time. That is. <laughs> Sunday after air soft, worn out, bubble bath with Barbie. Close as I get. Going to Tony's in the bath trying to sand the starfish bra off. <laughs> um, I, I think personally, everyone should own one of these cheapo soldering irons, one of the TS100 clones. Like, if you're looking for, for a oh, gift. Yes. They're cheap, and yeah. they're more or less all built exactly the same, so you can't f*** up too badly by ordering the wrong one. And, uh, yeah, it's How a lifesaver. How they now? Because they were quite expensive when they first 40 them. quid now, thereabouts, 30 oh, or 40 yeah. quid. Yeah. It's not too bad, is it? Yeah, they're copied all over the place. Uh, pine Sill, the Pine Book people, who've done, like, Raspberry Pi clones, they make one now. They do, like, open-source hardware. There's all sorts of different clones. Ooh. Hobby RC gift vouchers. <laughs> I, I uh, want to kiss Ultra for Christmas, but I don't think I'm going to get one. Yeah, I, I think if you start asking for that, people might get the wrong idea. I'd love an Ultra <laughs> kiss at Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Go down uh, to the beach after dark and ask one of those. Tailspin <laughs> RC says mince pies. Oh, I'm, I'm with him on that one. Don't do mince pies. Yeah. I, st I still think the gloves are a winner. You can't go wrong with those. Everyone needs good gloves. Or LDO socks. Lipo cleaning stuff. Which is just... Well, yeah, it's just like, it's something that people who aren't into FPV can understand, like a lens That's cleaning cloth and lens cleaning <laughs> spray. Like, those are good. Like, I don't know. I'm kind of clutching at straws there. Like Flying that... beers. <laughs> Outdoor toilet. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was considering that for the next LDO meetup, like the, the hiring of, uh, of toilets for the site. <laughs> Make sure it's adequately appointed. You mean, you mean one wasn't enough? Yeah, it definitely wasn't. Kind of being close call. Not after Jack's been in it, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> uh, the I mean, mixture of assembling right. IKEA furniture <laughs> and fighting a bear in there. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great image. Uh, <laughs> does anyone have any good recommendations of a water bottle or particularly a flask? Because I mean, I've got the enamel mug, but there's no good if you've not got like. A way of boiling water so but like thermos flasks are just really heavy if you're you can get steel ones now they're like steel lined but still vacuum mm -hmm. i got one yeah. for my wife and well, it keeps her tea so hot she can't drink it a lot of the time she comes back with a full flask of tea and it's <laughs> <laughs> works I, I just take water and a gas burner and Make make a make a something they're called. They're Tony Tony brings his own bloody toaster and inverter. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just have one of those little coils like they used to just drop into the mug to heat it up. You ever see oh, those yeah. like the old kettle? You just have the bare element. You just put an XC60 on that and just drop it in the mug. 
Call it good. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah but that's, D, that's DC, so it will um, it will leach a load of sh into the water. I've cooked, I've cooked sprouts <laughs> in a flask <laughs> using one of them. I'm not even lying. So you say you need an inverter, from otherwise you're going to basically have metal salt and sprouts. Like sprouts yeah. in a flask with a coil. <laughs> all right. Does that taste for Christmas? Sprouts taste better or worse once you've got all the metal salts in there. It worked very well. Chromium. <laughs> all right, that's quite a Christmassy note to end things on. To um, sprouts on your battery. Thank you. Uh, thank you. You've been listening to Let's Draw Now. Don't forget, it's live every Thursday, eight pm to nine pm UK time. Uh, is it GMT? And uh, you've been joined by uh, my darling wife, Tony. Sprouts Mexican, I called them. Bye. Uh, Stephen. Bye, for all of your listeners. <laughs> yeah. Andrew <laughs> slash Frank. Bye. Uh, I've been bright until I fly. And massive shout out to all our Patreons who keep this show running. And everyone who tunes in, thank you guys. We really appreciate it. And we will see you next week. Telemetry lost.